Hi, and welcome to the LJPC Conversations podcast. I'm your host, Shannon Cunningham. This podcast is all about the people who work at and who attend La Jolla Presbyterian Church in La Jolla, California. We live in a beautiful and special community full of amazing people who have lived amazing lives, and I have the pleasure of interviewing some of them on this podcast. Subscribe to the LJPC Conversations podcast so you can hear their stories. Today, I have in the studio Scott and Laura Mitchell. Hi, and welcome. Thank you. Hi. Good to have you guys here. Blessed to be here. So, let's start with you, Scott. Can you tell us what you do here at the church? Yes, I'm associate pastor for congregational care, and I work uh, overseeing the deacons and the Steva ministry and the prayer team. Um, I lead a grief share class. I oversee um, the uh, the divorce care uh, class that's led by another individual, Um, and I do counseling and visitation and and Blue Christmas and... uh, Lately, been uh, we've been moving into mental health ministries, mm-hmm. and then as well, I do the uh, lead the Good Company group, and um, and then participate, of course, in worship on Sunday mornings. You you do a lot here. Are you full time? I am full time. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes, I am. <laughs> <'Cause> I, <laughs> did, I thought, did, did you start? Did you start out full time? I did not. I okay. started out. Kind That's of, what I'm thinking. Because <laughs> I of, thought, how do you do this, Scott? <laughs> no, I wasn't. I was. I was about three quarter initially, and yes. after about a year or so into it, it was full time. Okay, good. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All of a sudden, I thought, "Wow, how do you do this, Superman? Amazing!" <laughs> All right, Laura, I know you're involved in a lot here at the church as well, and also you have your own career. Can you uh, share what what that is? I would love to. Um, and what you do, and what your career is. Okay, I um, I have been in residential resale real estate for. We figured out 28 years now. Um, so that's my full-time job um, besides being mom and wife. And um, I I think my main role for Scott and for here is supporting him and lifting him up and praying for his ministry in any way mm. I can. Um, cool. I am fortunate enough to be on the leadership team of Good Company as mm-hmm. well. And what it, it's that that is the 50-plus group here yeah. at the church. Yeah, thanks for uh, explaining fellowship, that. And yeah, fellowship, fellowship group. group. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And what a, an amazing team that it, it, it's just such a blessing to be a part of. Um, Scott mentioned Blue Christmas. Um, we we brought that to La Jolla Presbyterian Church. Um, and it's basically a service of remembrance uh, for people who have lost loved ones um, through the last few years. Um, and it's just a... It, Christmas is a hard time. Yes. People are grieving and it's a difficult time. And so we try to give them an opportunity to... Um, come and be together. We have a little reception for them ahead of time, and then we go down to the chapel, and um, Scott does a beautiful um, service, and there's hymns and music, and he gives a nice homily and scripture, and then we have them come forward and light a candle in remembrance of their loved one, and then we have an ornament with their loved one's name on it that they get to take take with them. So there's and that. And that's before Christmas every year. And that's usually just after Thanksgiving mm. and yeah, right before the season kind of gets going. Beautiful. So, um, yeah, beautiful ministry. Um, I've participated in the women's Christmas tea the last couple of years and that's mm. been fun. And then launching, uh, two years ago, um, 
a mental health ministry, kind of a stepping into it kind of gingerly and, and with a, a four month, a four week, sorry, class in October. Mm-hmm. We did that again this last year. And then of course we have our big event on March 9th, which is Sunrise with Hope, yes. which we'll talk about and later. We will talk yeah. about that a little bit more <laughs> later. Why don't you guys tell us a little bit about yourselves, just so people in the con- congregation can get to know you better, where you grew up, how you guys met, how long you've lived in San Diego. Tell us about your kids, that, that sort of thing. Okay. Um, I'll start. I uh, grew up in Northern California in East Bay and uh, Concord is where I grew up. And um, I went to uh, UC Berkeley and uh, got an English degree there. And then after graduation, I I sold wood. I worked construction and then I sold wood stoves. I ran. I managed a wood stove shop (laughs) in Santa Rosa. Yes. Um, Not very well, but we did make a little bit of money the first year. And, And then I went off to seminary in 1980. And uh, to Princeton Seminary, where I was uh, homesick for three years mm. um, until I graduated in '83. During that year, Hap Brams, the pastor for La Jolla Press, came out to interview students out there, and I was one of the people he interviewed. And and I, I wasn't thinking of doing youth ministry at that point. Um, but uh, I got hired. And they were looking for a youth pastor? Yeah. I an mean, ordained youth pastor? Yes. Is that, wow. Ordained yeah. back in great. the day, yeah. Great. And so I started working as the Sunhouse, Sunhouse youth, youth Pastor at La Jolla in 1983. And I was uh, here for four years until 1987. And I knew Laura's family while I was here. Um, as I said, I, I left here in 1987. And I did a. I did some writing for a couple of years. I um, not very successful at it. Didn't make any. Uh, didn't publish. Didn't I did publish, but didn't make any money on it. Novels. Uh, uh, working on a novel. Commentary. Short what, story. <laughs> short story. Kind of some weird stuff. I got published by one of my best friends' little magazine up in Sacramento, mm. which is sort of like your mom publishing. <laughs> I, it, hey, it's legit. <laughs> it's okay. Essays. <laughs> What's that? Yeah, I did some essays. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think I did essays at that time. Oh, it was later. Yeah, but then um, then I got a job out uh, working at um, College Park Presbyterian Church out by San Diego State, and I was there for six years. Mm. And dur- Which is now Faith. Faith Press. Yeah, yeah it's oh, now Faith Presbyterian Church. Okay. And, and you were an associate for youth or I was, a I general? S- I cycled through about three different positions mm. there. Started out part-time there. Then it became more, and then I then I was a designated pastor, and then I became an associate mm. pastor there, and uh, and it was during that time there that Laura and I reconnected, mm. and uh, we got married in 1994, Good and I worked briefly for the Presbytery. Oh yes, when when that church merged with another uh, church in the area, and all the pastors had to. Had to leave, mm. so I was wow. one of them, and so my granted job, that's two months after we got married. Yeah, so we were told by the pastor when he married, "Don't do anything unusual during your first. Don't move. <laughs> don't do any job changes. Oh, don't have goodness. kids. Wait, wait a year before you yeah. do anything. Everything hit all at once." <laughs> so, so uh, we took a call to Big Bear in mm. 1995. We moved up there, and uh, that's where our children were born, Kate. Mm. First in '96 and Parker in '99. Okay, but technically they weren't born there. Well, 
because you couldn't, they wouldn't birth a child in that hospital in the up there. We, hospital. Had, we had to go off yes. the hill to yes. give birth. Okay. <laughs> so Kate was born in uh, Loma Linda. Parker was born in Redlands. Okay. And um, that's probably why they're still alive. No, <laughs> yes, <Anyway>. yes. Um, <laughs> Definitely. And, and then we moved back to uh, San Diego area in 2001. And uh, I did some writing, but also I was a house husband mm. for a couple of years. And I, at some point, I did find myself uh, longing for session meetings again, <laughs> which means uh, uh, it didn't come naturally to me. But uh, I was, I was getting the hang of this parroting thing. And Laura, you were working in real estate. The I whole was selling time. real estate the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then I got into interim ministry, mm. and I worked at the Korean Church here, mm. uh, Presbyterian Church, for a brief time, and then Northminster Presbyterian Church as a uh, the solo pastor, interim pastor. I worked at a, a Lutheran church, Tierra Santa Lutheran Church, mm-hmm. for as a, an interim, and then Village Church in Rancho Santa Fe. Wow. And then finally Palisades Presbyterian Church. And then to prepare me for my next call, <laughs> I was uh, I got my substitute teaching credential. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was between churches, which means unemployed. <laughs> um, and and then in October of 19, or rather 2015, uh, Pastor Paul Cunningham called me up and offered me a position here at La Jolla Presbyterian, part-time, mm-hmm. and uh, sort of interim and so um, that has morphed into a full-time position and long-term. So I was installed here as an associate in... 2017, the last day of the year. And we're very blessed to have you guys, and, definitely. And we are very blessed thankful. to be here. Yes, very, very thankful. Much. Yeah, so, definitely. So so have you ever counted how many churches I'm in exhausted, this presbytery right? <laughs> that you had served? Um, let me see here. It's one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> he has his list. He had to write everything down because six, how would you remember it all? <laughs> seven, eight, I guess, eight, eight Amazing. or nine. Yeah. Just, That's in the same presbytery. No, the well, only one, that, Big Bear was Bear. the only one. That was in Riverside oh, Presbytery. Okay, okay. Yeah, all the rest were in um, were in San Diego, and one was in the Lutheran Synod hmm. of Southern California or something. So, <laughs> okay. yeah. yeah so. Interesting. And you guys recently became empty nesters, right? We did. <laughs> we did. How's that going? So, so because. Uh, Paul and I will be empty nesters here um, starting next September. Um, give me your best advice. <laughs> Do you have any yet? It's too fresh. Is it too fresh for you guys? <laughs> the house is advice? the house is so quiet, <laughs> and and Scott usually loves that, and and but he's kind of. He, I think he's having the harder time than I am. Oh. I am enjoying it so much. Yes. <laughs> but it's. I think the biggest advice is is. You know, along the way, again, you end up just the two of you again, mm-hmm. right? And so you don't want to just get there and then figure out what are we doing? Mm-hmm. Do I know you? Mm-hmm. So I think it's so important. I think in our and I think we've done this in our marriage all along the way is really to to find time for each other to yes. date to do. I mean, we enjoy being with each other mm-hmm. so much that we. I mean, it's just such a blessing, and it's just it's it's just enjoyable. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's 
Yeah, it's kind of fun. Good. Yeah. What What do you do in the evenings? This is a question that I have. I try to think back to before we had children. We were married for four years before we had Morgan. And I think, what did we do <laughs> in the <laughs> evenings? You know, because once you have kids, your evenings are packed full right. of kid constant stuff. And you don't even think about, okay, I have the space at night. What do I do? So well, on the few evenings that yeah. he's actually home from church, there's only a couple that we can really church. talk about. Yes, yes. So, so what's an evening when you guys are home? What is that like? Well, um, I'm glad we, by the way, we're having this because I wanted to get to know her. <laughs> uh, Laura, is it? Okay. It's Laura. Yeah. Um, Thanks, honey. You know, she, well, we do any number of things. I mean, um, watch TV. I'll maybe play my guitar. Um, sometimes we'll read. Um, movies. We like mm-hmm. to go to movies. Yeah, and I do go to movies. We, we've done that, gone, gone, mm-hmm. gone out to dinner. Um, uh, we just had a, an, a, an overnight away. Mm. Um, you get to go do that when you're empty nesters, and you don't have to tell anybody. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, you just can go. You have to make sure you get the cats. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah that's what I was going to yeah. say. But, uh, Kate actually came home to spend the night to take care of the oh, cats. Good. It was great. Okay, yes, good. Very Perfect. handy. Very handy. <laughs> so, Perfect. No. Yeah, no we, we, we managed to find things to do. And, yeah. Um, and, yeah, we're, we're kind of getting to know each other again. Um, you know, without the kids there, mm-hmm. and it's kind of nice. I mean, yeah. I'm not going to deny that I, I I miss our kids, but on the other hand, I like having the place, um, you know, to ourselves, except for the cats. Yeah, yeah the cats. Yeah, they're a handful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we love them too. Yes, always responsibilities. Yeah. Yes, they're like they're like babies who never yes. grow up. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So tell us what what are Kate and Parker up to? What are they doing? Um, Kate is, uh, she's 22. She just moved out and this is round two. So this mm-hmm, is good. Mm-hmm. And she's got this cute little, um, apartment in old Carlsbad and, um, with some roommates and is excited about adulting. Well, she is some days adulting's <laughs> hard, you know, um, hard. but she's an assistant manager at J crew, Great. which is in the forum in yes. La Costa. And this is why she always looks fabulous. Uh, this is, yes, she's got a wardrobe <laughs> to die for. Um, um, and but no, so she's doing great. And Parker is, uh, gosh, he's going to be twenty in a few months. And he is at Cal oh. Poly. I know we're old, honey. Um, <laughs> Cal Poly San Luis Obispo, yeah. and he's in his second year, computer science major, and uh, excelling there, and great. just doing great. Yeah, great. Yeah. Great. Well, let's talk a little bit about some exciting things that are happening in the life of this church because of you guys. And uh, you guys have a, a, a passion for a ministry that's starting here at the church. And, um, and there's some background to that, why you guys mm-hmm. are pas- passionate about that. So, so why don't you guys tell us what that ministry is and why you are so passionate about this ministry? Yeah, um, when Parker was about to, I, I think, it, let me back up. I think our passion has come from our children Mm -hmm. and um, experiences that we've shared with them and that we've had to grow and learn from, from them. Um, There is some history with some of Scott's family of some mental illness in his family. And he lost a sister to suicide when um, she was 25 Mm -hmm. and um, other series of other Mm. illness in that family too that, you know, so he kind of grew up 
in that realm uh, and just understanding, I think, more of it. And that was just his normal. Yeah. Um, for us, when Parker was two, two and a half, he started having some tics. Um, and with those tics became... They were vocal, but they were also physical. Um, and, you know, of course, checking in with a doctor, seeing what's going on. Oh, it's totally normal. It'll pass. It's just, you know, he'll outgrow it. But coming into elementary school, first and second grade, um, realized, no, there's something more to it. Mm. And realizing that he had um, a neurological disorder called Tourette's syndrome. Mm. And often what comes with that is obsessive compulsive disorder as well. And, and that complemented, um, what he was dealing with. And, and so just kind of learning how to, to manage that, um, how to help him, how to help us help him. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was, it was, it was a, a tough kind of many years until we kind of understood what was going on. And then with Kate, um, in freshman year of high school, but there was a, a little spout of it, I think, in fourth grade. Mm -hmm. um, but then at freshman year of high school, really, we identified that, you know, she suffered from depression mm. and we got her into some counseling and um, kind of followed that track um, to help her. She really was on a, I, I think she had a passion for also helping other people mm -hmm. with that. She was very open about it, which was so interesting to me because so many people hide it. Mm -hmm. um, and she was in the theater. I mean, I think she did hide it a lot, actually, because, you know, you have this persona and she's larger than life. She's got this beautiful sure, personality yes. and just vibrant and, and, and just beautiful inside mm -hmm. and out. But yet she had this inner darkness and um, that overcame her a lot. And I think um, just trying to help her find that strength to sometimes just get through the day. Mm -hmm. um, it was, but, but just her, her courage and her, she was such an inspiration, mm -hmm. just constantly fighting through this. Yeah. Um, when she was in college, her second year of college, um, it was spring and she, um, it got more serious. And um, Scott and I drove all night to get her um, because she was suicidal and she was in the hospital. So we um, brought her home. And um, that started kind of a different um, healing mm -hmm. and different um, doctors and different, you know, therapy and, and medication at that point was, mm -hmm. I think, really the first time I think she started on some medication to help her through because mm -hmm. what we were doing wasn't enough. Yeah. And so and that helps tremendously. Um, so from this, God kind of put on my heart a couple of years ago a day. And this is before we did the classes. This is before we did anything. Mm -hmm. this, this day kind of appeared in my mind and, and I was, you know, busy doing whatever I was doing, but it was so clear and it was so real. I mean, like times and breakout sessions and I mean, it, the whole day was planned out and I'm like, it I finally, came in your head. I, I yeah. had to sit down and mm -hmm. I had to start writing it out because it was too powerful and it was too big and it was too clear hmm. that I knew that God was speaking mm -hmm. and I had to sit down and listen. And, and actually, I guess it's almost two and a half, three years ago at this point, because we had been working, we've been working on K to come for <laughs> almost two years now, a year you and a half to two years. Oh, I'm sorry. K Warren, Ooh. who from Saddleback <laughs> Church, um, and, and we didn't know where this day was going to come. We didn't know how this was going to come. Mm -hmm. We just, I just knew that that was there and we needed to figure something out because it was really exciting. Mm -hmm. And the fact that this is coming 
coming. I, I mean, we have a date and this Soon. is, and it's going to be here sooner yes. than later. And, but I, I mean, it's just, yeah, it's overwhelming mm-hmm. and it's unbelievable. And we're so excited about that. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, so we started with classes and, and there was a good response with that and people were touched by that. And once we started sharing a little bit of our story, how people were responding, we knew that this mm-hmm. was important. Mm-hmm. We knew that we needed to be doing this. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and, and it's just kind of keeps morphing and, mm-hmm. and we're just, we're going where God leads. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Do you have thoughts on that, Scott? Well, the, the scripture, a little child shall lead them kind of strikes mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Um, because so much of my own understanding about my own growing up years really took place what once we got married and there was a another person to kind of watch that and then when we had our kids particularly as they uh, began to um, through their personalities show these other things that they were themselves dealing with it I think it sort of helped I think it it does help parents I think put a little bit of the pieces of their own life together and so, I mean, in that regard, it, mm. uh, there's a gift aspect to it uh, that has struck me. And, hmm. and so that, in turn, then, really gives us, I think, a desire to be helpful to them because we, we through them, I think, experience some of the things we've seen in our own lives in the past. And, and uh, yeah, that, the whole day though was really i mean i'm just kind of bringing up the rear mm-hmm. laura laura got the vision I, and it was like what was i going to say no you didn't get a vision from god i'm not going to listen to it but but once she started talking about it it was like we have to do this mm-hmm. if if the lord leads and we'll see where it leads and and then when was it last july after about a good year and a half or so of of Chasing K. Hounding. Yeah. Hounding. Uh, the Hounds of La Jolla. We, um, she committed to it. I remember getting the email. Oh, gosh. And I'm like, amazing. And I just started crying and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's going to happen. Wow. And then I remember, oh my gosh, it's going to happen. <laughs> like, how yes. do we put this together now? You know, I mean, it was just yeah, so like the that. The crying was for different reasons. <laughs> you know, it happened at different, you know. But it was, it was, yeah, I mean, it was. Yeah, it was amazing and overwhelming and, and grateful. And, and to see God put this day together, yes. the people that have come forward and just fallen into our laps by by putting ourselves out there in different places, right, mm-hmm. to make it happen. But, I mean, even last, sun, even last Sunday, and I mean, it's just one thing after another. It's mm-hmm. just, it, it's it's meant to be, you know, and, yes. the, and the support of this church and the staff and mm-hmm. Your husband, Paul, mm-hmm. I mean, it just it, this is not an easy mm-hmm. thing to be talking about and to be putting ourselves as a church out there about either. And But we have people suffering silently in our pews yes. and especially in La Jolla where I think sometimes, you know, there is an image to uphold and 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 to be vulnerable mm-hmm. is very hard for mm-hmm. anybody. Mm-hmm. But I just think to be here in this place to be able to do this ministry, mm-hmm. it's bold. Yes. And I'm so grateful. Everybody on staff has been amazingly supportive, mm-hmm. and, and so is the congregation. So, I mean, we have so many volunteers. It's unbelievable. Exciting. Yeah. Well, one, one other thing. I remember when we talked with Paul and I talked about this early on. I said, you know, 
Laura's got this vision, and uh, well, what do we do with this? I mean, hey, we don't need. We're not really going to. You know, we're not going to start a, a mental health ministry. He goes, oh no, we don't need. To, you know, we don't need to do that. And, uh, <laughs> the two guys, right? But, but as long as I mean, it just kept going on. I go, well, Paul, it's going this way. He goes, okay, and he and he and he just rolled with every yeah. time. I mean. I'm I'm sure when I first mentioned to him, and he was probably thinking, I wonder where this will lead. Yeah. Um, and then when it did, and he never flinched. Yeah. He never flinched. He's not a flincher. No, no he's, he's not. not a flincher. <laughs> yeah, but that was really that was really actually helpful to us. I think. Good. It's just like he just kind of rolled with it, and and I'm probably, maybe along the way he decided or determined that oh, I guess we are doing it. Yes. Uh, a full blown <laughs> ministry here. Okay, let's go. That's good. Yeah. In, in case there's someone listening that doesn't know who Kay Warren is, mm-hmm. uh, could you guys uh, tell us who she is? And then also, could you just kind of outline what that day is going to oh, look like? Absolutely. And give us the date again and just the information around that? Absolutely. Um, so it's Sunrise of Hope. It's a mental health summit. It's going to be a one-day all day. Um, it's a Saturday, March 9th. So it's coming up fast. Um, you can sign up online at ljpress.events. Click on Sunrise of Hope. Um, on that, we have uh, pictures and bios of all our speakers. We have um, the a kind of a itinerary of the day, so someone can look at that as well. Kay Warren is um, her and her husband Rick Warren are the co-founders of Saddleback Church in Orange County, and um, they lost a son to suicide, uh, Matthew, a few years ago, and has basically taken their broken hearts. And turned that into a ministry of helping, encouraging, mm-hmm. and um, and a mental health awareness. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's become quite a huge ministry um, for them. Um, she travels all over the world doing this. She is really not even doing women's ministry anymore. It's mm. basically focused on, on mental health. Um, our day will basically encompass – we have the uh, – Chief Medical Officer of the County of San Diego, Dr. Nick, and he's got a long Greek name. So I, I don't. <laughs> it's okay. Ifan Tides. Oh, oh, that was good, honey. Fancy. Uh, I know. Y, P, wow. y, and then a PH. Wow. So, anyway, so he is, it, this is an, a faith based day. Mm-hmm. So, all our therapists, we have, we'll have, um, Dr. Nick basically kind of giving us a clinical perspective um, and giving us a, a baseline of what is mental health and what is mental illness. Um, and then Kay will um, then take take the realm and, and lead us into um, some amazing insight to what she's learned. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have breakout groups. So we'll be doing breakout groups of really we're trying to hit a lot of the main, mm-hmm. you know, addiction, suicide, bipolar, depression, mm-hmm. anxiety, postpartum. It's all listed on the website. Um, so you can go to a breakout group of what you might be needing. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll have a panel discussion as well. Um, and and basically, I think the day, how we're trying to really describe the day, it's for someone who is going through something themselves, um, who's struggling with mental illness themselves, but it's also for their loved ones mm-hmm. or their friends, because sometimes we don't know how to manage mm-hmm. this and and how do we care for someone? How do we love someone yes. through this? Yes. Um, and how does God play a role in all that? Mm-hmm. Um, we're hoping, we call it the threes, um, we're hoping to educate we're hoping to equip, give them tools mm-hmm. to use, and then we're hoping to encourage. Mm-hmm. 
So basically, this day is for every human. Correct. Because everyone is touched by mental illness, whether Mm -hmm. they want to admit that or not. Mm -hmm. Everybody has either experienced it or they have a loved one Mm -hmm. or an acquaintance or friend. Somebody in their life has experienced it. And just to to gain the skills to better minister to people Mm -hmm. that are going through that or to know how you yourself can find the resources to help yourself, uh, this event is just so valuable for that. So thank you guys so much for... Um, following God's call to mm-hmm. take up this mantle and and um, and be brave and have the courage to to bring this to the spotlight. It's it's such a needed. Uh, Scott's pointing at Laura, no. but um, but I know you guys no. are a great team, and yeah, no, I know a it's team a, a team sure. effort. And um, and I and for having the courage to share and be so vulnerable. Um, we're just so blessed to have you guys here at the congregation to have you as friends. And I do, I would love for you to share, um, one thing that you recently shared, Laura, when you spoke to our women's group about this, you shared something about 4,000 minutes. Oh, 6,000 minutes. Uh, 6,000 minutes. Oh, yeah. And I love that because I do think that, um, I, I just want as many people to hear that perspective as possible Mm -hmm. because I do think that that's something that can help someone that's in, maybe in a dark place. Well, and it's, it's saved our daughter. I don't know how many countless times. Um, so when Kate was first starting to see her therapist freshman year of high school, um, her therapist told her at one of her early sessions, first, second, third session, talk, said 6,000 minutes. And Kate's like, 6,000 minutes? Okay, what, what's that, like rent? <laughs> She's yeah, like, yeah. no, 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 not 64,000. <laughs> 6,000 minutes. And what she said is essentially that is equivalent to four days. Mm-hmm. And I promise you that your perspective on whatever you're dealing with at the moment in 6,000 minutes will be very different. Hmm. And so to not do anything rash, to not do anything um, that you cannot go back on. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, those are, those are just know that it's a temporary feeling and that hopefully, you know, by just hanging through that time frame mm-hmm. that your perspective, I promise you, she said your perspective will yes. be very different four days later. Yes. So, I love that. Yeah. Even if you're counting down each of those minutes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, life is constantly changing. Mm-hmm. And I, and I love that mm-hmm. perspective. Yeah. I think that's so important. Yeah. It's very cool. Yeah. Um, is there anything else that you guys would like to share about uh, that ministry or, or the event that's coming up before we get on to a little, a few lighter questions? Um, just sign up yes. if you're thinking about it, do it sooner than later. Cause we're going to be yes. opening it up to Kay's, um, website here in the next couple of weeks. So, um, she's got a huge following. So mm-hmm. we really wanted that to be available to our local area, our community. Yes. So, and, and, and it's a wonderful opportunity to be some, you know, we, this is a community event. This mm-hmm. is just not a La Jolla Presbyterian church event. Mm-hmm. Reach across to someone that you might know a neighbor mm-hmm. or a friend mm-hmm. or a loved one that might be struggling and and bring them into the bring them yourselves because yes. i promise you can learn too but what a wonderful opportunity to mm-hmm. kind of just you know i think one of the biggest things about this is we don't want anybody to journey this alone right we are here we are standing with you we are going to walk through this together mm-hmm. and that's one of the biggest things we want to share mm-hmm. i love you're that. not alone Right, right. And and it is a treat to hear Kay Warren because mm-hmm. she is such a sought-after speaker mm-hmm. and author. Mm-hmm. And so just having the opportunity to have someone um, like her 
who has such a story to tell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we've done a number of events with her, and we did mm-hmm. a three-day with her about this. So she's, so she's an amazing speaker. Mm-hmm. One of the things I was going to just say is um, we have one slot for the for the breakouts, but uh, and and other, there may be some other topics that a person wants to explore. Hopefully, that will be done as well in the panel discussion. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that'll give a chance to kind of have several different. Uh, issues and mm-hmm. perspectives uh, mm-hmm. looked at and, and um, questions answered in those. Okay. It's going to be a powerful day. It will be. I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate your support. Yes, yeah. of course. All right. Uh, on to a few lighter things. Um, I have five questions okay. for you guys. All right. And these are just more kind of get-to-know-you questions. So um, if you could live anywhere in the world for a year... Where would that be and why? You're not visiting. You're living there mm-hmm. for a year. Mm-hmm. I would probably be at Lake Tahoe. You're, you're going to be separate? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I thought we were separate. separate look- yes, we do. <laughs> we, we answered it separately. <laughs> I didn't know this was a joint <laughs> question. You know, this this empty nest thing is, is going, it's for us going too. old. Oh, my gosh. You guys are so funny. I didn't know it was we would, be, we would be in the mountains. Well, you are married. <laughs> I'd be in Europe. Uh, as soon as the kids are okay. out, out the door, we revert back to our... Okay. Okay. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. It. Okay. I, I did not know that. Okay. I yes, love it. Okay. Where would you be? <laughs> if you weren't married, I guess we're going to say... <laughs> Where would you Where would you live, Scott? Go ahead. <laughs> well, I would either be at awesome. Lake, I would either be at Lake Tahoe because I love Lake Tahoe. Grew up going to Lake Tahoe Presbyterian Conference grounds. My folks had a cabin up there for years, um, or somewhere in the mountains. Yes, or uh, Quaimi Point, which is out in um, the Laguna Mountains. Overlooks the desert, and that's where I asked uh, Laura to marry me. So, Aww. Um, they don't, <laughs> so and, and I would not live at Quaimi Point for a year. <laughs> I'd not live there for a year. I'd go visit for a day. You can but tell I would you're separate, and then you guys have to come up with something together. <laughs> well, talking about That'll misinterpreting a question. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I would be one of two places. Um, we just had a trip of a, trip of a lifetime this um, past fall, and we went to London, Paris, Rome and Barcelona mm-hmm. and I fell in love with Europe mm-hmm. and I, I would live in Europe yes. because then everything's so close so that I can yes. travel all over yes. the place, you yes. know, for a year. So that's where I'd live for a year mm-hmm. or I could live on an Island cause I was born in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And so I could totally see I'd probably Maui cause it's, it's, you still have beauty, but it's not as congested as Oahu. Yes. So I could live there for a year. And I too. would be willing to go to either of those places. Would you come visit you? me? <laughs> If you had to be together in a different location for a year. You need to be very clear on the questions next time. Oh, my gosh. You guys. I, I guess I just assumed that you would be together. That's so funny. Oh, I, I think we need counseling. I love you guys. I love you guys. That is so funny. That's the best. Okay. Do you have any hobbies? <laughs> These are probably okay to answer separately. Yes. <laughs> well, I was going to actually answer that together. <laughs> we, no, we don't like cooking. <laughs> no, no I, I do like to cook. No, um, no, but we do both love going to the movies. That is something that we mm-hmm. do enjoy together. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm very passionate about tennis, mm-hmm. playing, watching, whatever, if it's got tennis. 
you know, it's, I'm there. Fun. Yes. Fun. That's it? <laughs> Movies and tennis. You're my hobby, honey. Is that better? <laughs> but I'll live in Europe. Past. You're live in different places. <laughs> but very because <laughs> of that hobby that she would live else, no. <laughs> um, I like to uh, read. I like to write. Um, love to play guitar. Um written songs over the years. What has been fun is some of those I've done written songs with our daughter, Kate. Mm. Oh, yes. fun. Yes. Um, uh, weightlifting, working out, hiking, uh, the mountains. I love the mountains. And splitting firewood. Oh, really? Yeah, splitting firewood. Huh? Just for fun. Just for fun. Oh. Yeah. I get a lot of great fires out of it. Up, just want to split it. And it's so. a good workout. It is a good mm-hmm. workout. You need to go to one of those axe-throwing places. Uh, well, no, no. That I don't use an axe. I use oh. a sledge and a wedge. Oh. You put the wedge in the wood. Yeah. And you, and you, and you hit it with the sledge. It. Yeah. There you go. All right. What is your favorite type of food and do you have a favorite restaurant that you go to together? <laughs> <laughs> to get, oh, together. I'm going to tease you guys about this forever, I think. <laughs> I love Mexican food. Uh, you know, I don't, I I was trying. I have a really hard time coming up with a, a restaurant, a favorite restaurant, especially when we go to together. Yeah, so no, he'll <laughs> actually he'll 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 actually say where we go to, get yeah, to, which is Mexican. Um, I love pizza mm-hmm. and uh, bachelor burritos, which is my own creation. Oh, what is it? Um, it's a uh, you just take a couple of uh, tortillas, you put cheese in between them, you put cottage cheese on, then lettuce, tomato. Then wait, might- wait, wait, back up. So it's like a quesadilla cottage first. Cheese. Oh yeah, cottage well, cheese. Okay, you put two down. Just you know, this is before it's been toasted. Okay. You put cheese in between them, sort of like a quesadilla. So like a quesadilla mm-hmm. in the frying pan. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. pla- at this point, it's just on the plate. Okay. It hasn't been transferred. Okay. Yet. And you put cottage <laughs> cottage cheese in there, a dollop. Really. And then lettuce and tomatoes. You cut them up, and put them on there, and then there it's sort of around uh, whatever's free, in the fridge, free for all. Yeah, yeah. I'll put in maybe some chicken, mm-hmm. but it, uh, I'll put when I'm. Then you put on some salad dressing of some kind. It may be some um, uh, Tabasco. To, well, I put a couple of things of Tabasco on it, and what's the sauce? Oh, um, a teriyaki. Teriyaki sauce. sauce, and always you dust it with Parmesan. Did you make this yes. up? No, I oh. I did I did used to make this a lot when I was a bachelor. No, did you invent this recipe? I think it's I've never patented it yet. This is the weirdest yes. thing I've ever heard in my life. And, and you know what? <laughs> it took me years to try it, but when I did, no. oh my gosh, it's delicious. No. And our kids lo- our kids you love it. it. You, you it's put like it a big salad and yes. you brown it. Let yes. it just brown. And you fold it up and you eat it and it's a mess, but it's really It's good. actually really good. Really? Yeah, bachelor burrito. That he tried to call it combo. he tried to call it the newlywed burrito and then the new daddy burrito, but it never <laughs> yeah, worked. It just, so we went back to bachelor burrito. I don't know. I think you should publish this someplace. Well, maybe. I I, I might do that. But I think um, you should. But it's really good. And okay, I'll can make, we move on? What are your favorite restaurants? <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to talk Excuse about me. this anymore. She's doing the interview, not you. Um, a round table pizza is still my favorite. Oh pizza. yeah, um, that was I, my favorite as a kid. Yeah, mm. it's great pizza. And then Los Olas. Oh, Mexican I love Los Olas. Now, as it turns out, their cheese crisps. Mm-hmm. Oh, are delicious! So good. Yes, yes. Yes. Laura just happens to have worked at both of those back oh. in the day. So, so <laughs> that's why he loves them. Yes, he loves you. So. <laughs> Very cute. 
All right. I'm afraid to ask this next question, which is, where is your happy place? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you should be afraid. (laughs) Because I I think I know the answer to that question because I know you. So I think I know. So which is why I'm asking this. Technically, you're phrasing it wrong. Okay. For me, but it's not him. It's our very happy place. Okay. Because I feel like you've said to me before. This it's is our my very happy, happy place. place. And it's, uh, we have a little cabin in yes, Big Bear. Yes. And that's truly my, my happy place. That's your happy yeah. place. Yeah. Yes. I, I could work all day long doing whatever I need to do in yes. the cabin and it's not work. It's yes. just joyful. And it's, and it's fun to be back in Big Bear too. I mean, we raised our babies there yes. and, you know, we had, and it, it's just a gift to be able to kind of have, when we left, it was, we always wished we'd have a piece of it again and mm-hmm. we never thought we would. And it's just kind of fun. Yes. It's it's neat. Very nice. And you agree? That is also my very happy place. (laughs) But it's not his happy place. However, (laughs) however, however, back in the day, it was Cabin 82 at Presbyterian Conference Grounds at Lake Tahoe. At Zephyr Point? Is that? His folks owned a cabin there for, he grew up going there every year. And that was your happy place. And we grew up taking our children there every year. Oh, that's so cool. That's really cool. That's special. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. All right, final question. If you could have coffee with anyone, who would it be and why? Um I okay, living. I think it would be amazing to sit down with coffee on her Santa Barbara ranch, Oprah Winfrey. Oh. She has met and interviewed mm-hmm. more people than any I mean right. so I just the to glean yes. it, like what she's learned and what and she's your house oh well yeah there's that <laughs> I am a realtor of course right. um but no I mean I just there's just I think she has so much to say mm-hmm. um I think that would, now I also think that it would be amazing to sit down with Mother Teresa mm-hmm. and to be blessed by just her thoughts and her, I, I just, her gift of love. Mm-hmm. And I just think that would be an amazing opportunity. Yes. But those Very are my cool. two. Yes. What about you, Scott? Well, besides Jesus. Yes. Yes. So that was a given. Yes. Jesus, yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, I, I probably have, I don't know, three maybe, but Marilyn Robinson, who is a, a writer. Um, she writes essays and has written some novels and she's a, um, Christian gal and just an incredible writer, and um, and then the obligatory C.S. Lewis. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, probably Victor Hugo, the writer mm. of Les Misérables. Mm. I just think the, I would just love. He seemed like a larger than life mm-hmm. person and was a, uh, a hero in France. Yeah. Um, and I loved. I read the whole thing, all fifteen hundred pages wow. of, of Les Misérables. Before the play came yeah. out. Yeah. Mm. So um, I remember seeing the play the first time with Laura. I go, this is a Reader's Digest version of this thing. Wow. I mean, there's so much. Yes. And then and then they don't have this part. And uh, wow. but, no, it was still powerful even then. But yeah. So. All writers. I think there's yeah. a novel in your future. He's well, trying. There's mm. been a novel in my future for <laughs> past. my entire life. <laughs> yes. That's okay. You have many more years to write. Well, hopefully. Hopefully they'll get published in heaven at least. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, let's shoot for on this earth. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. We'll work on that. I like that. <laughs> All right. One more time before we close, uh, can you give us the the date and a quick info about the Summit of Hope that's coming up? 
uh, the Sunrise of Hope. Oh, Sunrise of Hope. Sunrise of Hope uh, Mental Health Summit is going to be Saturday, March 9th, an all-day affair. And Kay Warren, uh, the uh, one of the founding pastors of uh, Saddleback Community Church in Orange County, is going to be the speaker. We have uh, breakout sessions with a number of speakers on a variety of topics. We have the chief medical officer of San Diego County there. All these are Christian speakers. Um, panel discussion and opportunities for people to um, share and uh, hobnob and just find God's grace mm. in this place for that day. And we pray for a long time after that as mm-hmm. well. And and how do people sign up? And I forgot to ask if there's a cost involved. Um, LJPress.events. Uh, you can go right on there and click on Sunrise of Hope, and it's just $30. Okay, wow. Yeah, it's a great deal. Good. All right. Thank you, Scott and Laura, for joining me on the LJPC Conversations podcast. And thank you to everyone for listening. Please subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. This podcast has been produced by me, Shannon Cunningham, and our wonderful director of communications, Jim Sedgwick.